Whether it's a smoothie at 7am, French toast at 4pm or a bacon and egg roll at midnight, this is the podcast for you. It's delicious. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, you know how you when you see someone at their job and you just go, wow, much respect. Yeah. It happened to me yesterday. Yeah, I get that occasionally, seeing people. Muchos respect for people oh. who, who are, it doesn't matter what it is, if you're passionate about what you do and you nail it, it's awesome to watch. Well, I mean, not enough credit for this group of people, I'll tell you that. Not enough credit is being handed out to these people. That's like It's like Matt O'Kine on the last day of the month with his prepaid mobile. Not enough credits, he says to himself all the time. <laughs> you know who it is? You know who I'm giving shout-outs to? <laughs> Childcare workers on photo day. <laughs> oh my god. If oh, you, you mean you mean cat herders. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Absolute chaos. <laughs> on I mean they are wrangling. There are so many tears. Mm. There's snot coming down. They're wiping up snot. They're like jumping in front of the behind the camera person being like smiling. They've got to pick Say, up people. Pepsi. Pepsi <laughs> footy. <laughs> Footy. Every kid who sits down bursts into tears, like inconsolable, <laughs> begging for, for, you know, to be picked up. It was mm. absolute chaos at the uh, daycare photo day yesterday. So shout out to everyone who uh, helped out at my daughter Sophia's uh, daycare photos. Good on you. The unsung heroes of uh, of this time. Thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast today. I tell you what, it's a biggie. We've got uh, Mitch from this band on the show. Ocean Alley are going to be catching up, seeing how the boys have been doing, what's been going on in their world. They've made some big, big songs over the years. And uh, they're also awesome guys. We got to hang out with them before at music festivals and they just love a beer, love a chat. And uh, yeah, cannot wait to get Mitch on the line for a bit of a chinwag. Yeah, we're also going to be chatting about a pretty dire situation that unfolded at a music festival. In Europe, so, a very uh, lackluster cluster. I'll give you that over over in Europe. Not looking so too good over there. Let's get stuck into it. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Now, Matt, very good news in Australia with COVID cases coming down. Europe going into winter, not looking so crash hot, and a lot of that could be due to one particular. Incident. I mean, you're trying hard not to give it to anyone, but, you know, keeping it to your household is always good. What you don't want are super spreading events. And it seems like one has been blamed for a little bit in Switzerland. It used to be a good thing, didn't it? Being yeah. a super spreader. Certainly when it came to, you know, buttering toasts. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you, I can't believe it's not butters, suddenly making it very easy to spread. Now, you, you want the opposite. Fabio was the uh, couple of us not butter super spreader back in the day. Yeah. These days, you got to be concerned, and particularly if you're in Switzerland and you're heading to uh, the Yodeling concert, which has been blamed for turning the Swiss region into a COVID hotspot. Now, a Yodeling event in the rural Swiss Canton region of Switzerland, people in the audience were asked to maintain social distance, but mask wearing was not required, oh. and now the virus has spread through the Swiss region with 1,238 cases compared with just 500 mid-September. This yodeling concert is said to have seeded a lot of them, and look, 
when it comes to uh, expelling your globules, yodeling is right up there. Uh, Matt O'Kine. <laughs> they really do float off a good yodel. I mean, they are like they are like a Hawaiian wave to uh, you know <laughs> Kelly Slater. They just surf along on your yodel. They take a massive surf, Matt O'Kine, because it started as a way for the Swiss, you know, farmers and shepherds to call each, out to each other on other mountains. So forget your 1.5 metres distance. <laughs> this is your one point. <laughs> you try to get your gobbles 1.5 kilometres over to your mate on the other hill. <laughs> as if yodelling didn't have enough time just being popular already. <laughs> I mean, it's it's an art form that I have to say has really struggled to stay mm. in people's, you know, favour. Yeah, a lot more lows than highs over the over the distance of of yodeling, and in the form of yodeling, you know, yodeling. <laughs> so a lot True. of yod- lows and highs. So, I mean, it's just it's just such a shame that this event in the Schwiz Canyon is well. It's just another dark day in yodeling history. So we thought we'd look back at some of the other dark days of yodeling history. Starting with April 12th, 1976. Uh, the Price is Right. A game called Cliffhangers is first premiered where a Swiss climbing yodeler uh, has, gives contestants $25 leeway to choose four, the price of four items. But it's not until the 7th of February, 2018, where on the popular media website YouTube, a video is uploaded that is titled An Hour of Price is Right Yodeling. Said video has 84,000 views, which is more than almost any of my comedy. So I think we can agree this is a dark day in yodeling history. Beverly Messagey. A ventriloquist and yodeler who yodels for <laughs> Jesus. Yes, you heard that. Hey, no, you no. heard that correctly. <laughs> ventriloquist like, and yodeler. Two bullyings don't make a not bullied. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she also does magic tricks on the side. <laughs> no. And I'm sure she's a mean yo-ho diabolist. Anyways. Goodness um, me. Just give yourself a wedgie. <laughs> Oh, but hey, look, it wasn't, no, this is a really tough time for Beverly Messagey. Okay, as a 17-year-old, feet away, feet away from the assassination of John F. Kennedy. What? All right, it affects her whole life as a president that she loves. She goes through drug addiction, comes out the other side, finds God, becomes a ventriloquist and yodeler who yodels for Jesus. Is that a dark day? I mean, it's actually quite a triumphant day. Just when you thought the death of John F. Kennedy couldn't get any sadder. Hey, no, no, no. No. You should see the, the, the front cover of the album. She's hugging the little, the little ventriloquist doll. <laughs> dark day indeed. March 2018. A uh, young gentleman called Mason Ramsey 
is filmed yodeling in a Walmart store in Harrisburg, Illinois. We knew this one was coming. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> Within a few days, videos of his performance collectively garnered over 25 million views. And we have to sit through so many different versions of this song. I don't know what I do. All I do is So after that, the original, we had... He's, he, he's on stage with Miley Cyrus. He's, he's on Ellen. We, had, does, we had the uh, the Trap remix. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we need to replace this with Turn Down For What. Uh, we had the, the EDM remix. Mania. Oh my god! Do you know what I've just realised? What's that? Listen to this. Could that alien possibly have been one of the OG pop yodelers? I think it must have been. Wow. Maybe some light can come out of all of this. There it is. The darkest days in yodeling history. And I tell you what, I'm sure there's more to come. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, everyone just hold up for a second there. Everyone just take a step back because Bron, our producer, has just made a big, big call. Bron, what did you say? I hate when this happens. (laughs) (laughs) I just said yodeling doesn't really feel like much of a skill. Like, I reckon... Anyone could give it a crack and oh, give it a, a decent God. go of it. Bron. Whoa. Okay. What is wrong with you? And I, <laughs> do you want to cop the ire of the World Yodeling Federation? The WYF? I thought this was a safe mics off for space. I, I mean, wasn't... talk well, about the WYF, more like WTF. <laughs> You're trying to get us into trouble. Um... You, if you're going to get through this, if if you're going to escape the WYF defamation suit that is coming your way, Bron, I don't want to. You yodel. know what you're going to have to do? You have <laughs> you to step up to, to the plate and prove <laughs> that anyone can yodel. All right? I really don't want to. Well, don't make big calls like this if you can't uh, put your uh, put up. your larynx where your where your mouth oh, yeah. is. <laughs> All right. Um, this is going to be this is going to be extra de- degree of difficulty through the mask as well here in the all day breakfast studio. Um, producer Bron, take it away. Your best yodel, please. Oh God, I really don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I take you know what? I take it back. No, Yodeling is hard. Dude, I- once you've started no. an avalanche, there's no stopping it. Here it is. The girl that said yodeling was easy. Anyone could do it. Take it away, Bron. (laughs) Wait, I need to prepare. Let me just breathe. In your own time. Here we are. No, it's too much. I can't. No, come on, Bron. Just do it. And we can move on with the podcast, Bron. Yo's got a yo, bro. Yo's got a yo. Yo's before bros, Bron. Come on. (laughs) I'm trying to, like, prepare myself. It's like when you're on top of a pier and you're trying to jump off and you can't. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I can't do it. No, we'll avert our eyes and you okay, just well, no yodel in the looking. background. No one's looking, Bron. Right, we'll, we'll turn I our backs. I swear, I've got my face. Yodele, yodele, yodele. That was not bad. There you go. Take Bron. that, World Yodeling Federation. Okay. Bron absolutely nailing her very first yodel. You talk the talk, you walk the walk. Congratulations, Bron, you've done it. Yeah, well done. Now, let's get on with this podcast. Please delete that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And look, if anyone wants to beat, if anyone wants to challenge Bron, we come on here and yodel. Yep. You know, just get, get your best yodel on. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Now, Alex Dyson, yesterday with the exciting news that Melbourne uh, hairdressers are now allowed to reopen and operate, uh, the conversation about your hair, which is, you know, looking a little bit, well, unkempt, um, you know, arose and and we rebirthed an idea that we talked about a little while back in which you'd never fully executed. No, I had thought that there is a hairstyle in the in the industry that has been overlooked for quite a while, and I think that the return of the perm is imminent. So in order to talk about potentially whether that's a good idea or a terrible idea and see whether Melbourne is uh, is going okay under the big weight, we thought we'd go we'd go big. We go to the best here, Matt O'Kine, and yeah. uh, it's amazing to be able to talk to someone here who has who has done it all. Absolutely. Now we're talking about Australia's premier celeb hairdresser. He's worked on the likes of Solange Knowles, uh, Priscilla Presley, Usain Bolt. He's won the Australian Hairdresser of the Year four times. It is such a pleasure to welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, Joey Scandizo. G'day, guys. How are we doing? Joey, going so good. You're also the the co-creative director of Eleven, the Australian hair product brand, which I have in my shower. I didn't even realise. So do I. It's amazing stuff, and you're a busy man at the moment. Can you tell us what you were doing at midnight on Sunday evening when uh, the new rules came into effect? Well, let me tell you, yesterday we got the green light. The hairdressing industry was allowed to open and operate, so we spent the whole day yesterday on the phones, everybody trying to get in. We're pretty much full for the next three to four weeks, and uh, I've got a lot of mates who have been calling me for the last 12 weeks saying, can you cut me hair, can you cut me hair, can you do it in my backyard? I said, look, I can't do it, but as soon as we can open... You'd be the first. So last night I uh, I got the call and when they knew midnight was uh, the time, uh, they all started pouring in the door. I was there and we had a few drinks and we started snipping their hair and uh, making Melbourne look beautiful again. Oh, some oh, late night snipping. I tell you what, what absolute unkempt sort of mats were you faced with once uh, these these people coming out of lockdown and their hair, what sort of situations were, were you seeing well, let me tell you, there's a lot of mullets going around. There's a lot of bad <laughs> fringes being cut. There's a lot of box dye colours that's happening. It is all happening. So we're in we're in overdrive here. We're doing a lot of makeovers, a lot of fixing. And now I think we'll be doing this for the next three, four weeks. It's, it's like you're the head of a triage ward or something. You've just got people overloaded <laughs> coming into you. People in the corridors that need hairdressing. Uh, have you got someone there just sharpening scissors whilst you're doing it, just yeah, trying to keep up with demand? We've got a bladesmith who's just sitting there on the on the uh, machine. We get the blades going. We've got it's all happening down here. We've got we've got it's going to be Christmas till Christmas here because we're just flat out. The phones are just going off the hook. Like, I mean, but what we do want to say to the to the clients is be patient. We will get back to you. 
we're trying our best to get through all of Melbourne and uh, get Melbourne looking great again. I bet. Well, look, we want Alex Dyson to look great again as well, okay? Because yesterday we raised the idea that maybe it's time for him to get a hairstyle that he's always wanted deep down, well, but he's never been brave enough to follow through with. Well, my nana was always asking me about it, Joey, because she was a hairdresser back in the day, old Effie Cowan. Uh, may, yeah, yep. may she rest in peace. But um, <laughs> she's, she was always offering to give me a perm, and I was never, never in the mood <laughs> for a perm. And also I didn't really know what it is. And so uh, we thought we'd ask you, tell, tell us a little bit about what you know about perms. Oh, now, the perm was big. It was big in the 80s. It was one of the biggest hairstyles going around every Every lady wanted those curls. They wanted those goldy locks. I don't remember if you remember the movie Coming to America, So Glow. Really, oh, yeah. that special spray and it'd make the curl so glowy. So that's where the perm really come to life. So it's all about embracing wave and curl in your hair. So that was massive. And then it, then it sort of died off. Come the 90s, you know, mm. uh, Jennifer Faniston and all these guys started blow-waving their hair straight. And then the, the, the perm actually died. It went missing for probably two decades, and or actually three decades now. So, <laughs> yeah. What is it back? Yeah, well, look, I tell you what, people are embracing natural curl. They're not going to the effort of getting the actual mm. perm and using the perm rods anymore. They're more embracing their natural curl. Like you said earlier, 11 Australia is one of our brands. We have a special product called Keep My Curl, and what that does is it enhances your curl. Mm. So you can use different products. You don't have to go down the old smelly perm solution, sit in the chair for an hour and a half, putting the rods in, waiting for it to process, it takes time. And, and that, so now that's why I think most hairdressers are like, you know what, embrace your natural curl if you've got it. And Wait, where does the smell the come from in a perm? Oh, the perm solution. It was one of the smelliest <laughs> things. If you ever went into a hair salon in the 80s, you could smell perm solution from down the road. You knew where a hair salon was. You didn't have to look for the, the music or listen to the sound of music. You could actually smell the solution coming down the road. Well, mm. Joey, the problem we have here is Alex Dyson has literally – no natural curl, okay? Mm. I'm, I've known him for many years now. I've never seen a single curl. My pubes and, are straight. My and so we, we, need to, we, need, we need to get him the, the fake ones, okay? We need to get him the rods, the sprays. Have you got any tips in terms of doing that? Would, you know, is it anything you've done recently? The best thing is, is you can, you can actually get a soft curl. You can scrunch him, but, or you can actually get him some hair rollers. You can actually do the old school hair roll and test it out, see if you like the curl, but look, there's not many tricks besides you go for the old school perm, get the old perm rods out. There's not much mm. you can really do besides using the Keep My Curl uh, curling cream, which will give you that little bit of a wave you're after. All right. Well, I'm going to have to grab that once the perm takes effect. How long is your hair? Well, like, what length are we talking? It's starting to get to that sort of 18 to 20 centimetres on the top here. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you can definitely get a perm rod in there for sure. Whoa, there go. that sounds oh, good. I can, get see, the... I can see this happening. <laughs> I think I think Australia is ready. I think the world is ready for the perm's return. <laughs> maybe, maybe Joe, Joe. Maybe you know Joey Scandizzo. You, you, you're, we're talking. A, you know, I've, I looked at your gram, mate. I mean, I've seen you on TV, listened to you on radio. You work with the best, much better than Alex Dyson. So maybe we need to ask you, listening, if you've got the old perm rods. <laughs> If you think you can help out, maybe. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but if you're listening and you think, you know, if you're a hairdresser, you got mm. the old perm rods, get in touch. Let us know how we can do it, okay? So we'll leave you alone, Joey. You've got, 
You've got, got Albert no Ferson's hair to do. <laughs> <laughs> but you can check out uh, that and more on Joey Scanduzzo's Instagram. Joey, it's been a pleasure. You get back to those scissors. I mean, uh, hopefully the, the hand back. isn't cramping just yet and you've got a few more weeks left in you. But uh, congratulations on uh, getting your operations up and running. Melbourne has needed your services and we wish you all the best for the next couple of months, my friends. No, thanks for having us, guys. Have a good time and enjoy the poem when you get it. Send me some images and some oh, photos. I want to see oh, we it. Will. Well, thank you, Joey. I want your review when it comes in. There'll be plenty of photos. All right, thanks, Joey. Cheers, guys. Well, there you go, Alex Dyson. Looks like you are getting closer to this perm that we're after. Look, I do. I am committed to this. I think it's been long enough that the perm can make a return. And I don't want to be the only one either. You know, I'm going to try and forge the way. I'm a trendsetter, okay? But I want Australia to embrace it as well. So if you're willing to come on this perm journey with me, um, please get in touch. We'd love to uh, start the movement. Much like we brought back Legionnaires hats, let's bring back the perm. <laughs> All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. All day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, super excited to be chatting to our uh, our second guest this week, who has topped Triple J's Hottest 100 poll uh, from a band to release their third album earlier in the year, Lonely Diamonds. They've already sold 25,000 tickets to their tour, which has to had to be pushed back like a lot of things to early next year. But uh, he's one of the legends of the biz as well. It's Mitch from Ocean Alley. Hello, man. How are you? Very well, guys. Good to be here. Uh, stoked to be chatting with you again. It's been a while since we've uh, crossed paths. Yeah, man. I remember, I think last time we ran into each other was at Splendour in the Grass. You guys were playing your first Splendour on cloud nine, just loving life, living it up. Yeah. How's it feel now without that element to, uh, to Ocean Alley's existence? It's pretty frustrating because as you guys know, we were, you know, our live show was a big part of who we are as musicians and, and a big part of uh, Ocean Alley, the band. This whole thing's hit everyone just as hard, so you kind of just got to suck it up and do your part. But, uh, yeah, we're just itching to get back, but so is every band, yeah. You know, you guys have always uh, come across to me as a very, like, party band, you know. You love being together, enjoying the whole atmosphere. Are you, are you able to relax, I guess? Yeah, well, we've been forced to relax. And um, if you want to if you want to look at the positive side of things, I guess it's we wouldn't have had this break if all the lockdowns and the gigs hadn't hadn't happened. So on the bright side, we've had plenty of time to just relax and uh, uh, focus on some of our hobbies and catch up with friends and family. And a few of the boys have moved up north to Byron Bay. So the band's split up now, but they've had plenty of time to look for houses and to do all of that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, Just adding getting... to that uh, house price pressure around the Byron region <laughs> yeah, with yeah, old yeah. Zach yeah. and uh, Natalie Portman and whoever else is up there these days. I know. <laughs> now half of Oceanality's up there. Yeah, oh, goodness wow. me. I was up there the other week um, for a holiday with my girlfriend and some paparazzi snapped a photo of, um, oh, what's his name? I just Zach, Zach Efron? No, 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 not Zach. Uh, the Hemsworth. Yeah, 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 Hemsworth. At a cafe, and uh, I was in the background of the photo squinting at the menu. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh. Ocean Alley getting papped in Byron. <laughs> That's incredible. How, oh. how have you found it as a band? Because you're such a you know a co- cohesive unit as well. But becoming so popular in Australia, do you, do you get recognised around the place at all? What, what's it, what's it like being as part of a, a group like that? We do get recognised. Um, we get recognised more often when we're together. 
mm. because there's kind of no mistaking, you know, who we are. But every now and again, you get people come, coming up to you and going, oh, yeah, like, like your stuff. And it's, yeah, can we get a photo? And, and it's, it's something kind of special that not a lot of people get to um, experience. So we're always willing to take the photo and have a chat and uh, just say g'day because, yeah, that's why we do it is, is for people to enjoy our music. And when you get the feedback firsthand, it's really nice. Absolutely. Uh, of course, there's the occasional misstep. I've been asked for a photo before and it's like, oh, Matt O'Kine, can you take a photo with me? I'm like, I'm not Matt O'Kine. <laughs> um, what about yourself? Any any photo mishaps? Do people come up and go, oh, Angus Stone, can you take a photo with me, please? Yeah, um, actually, my brother Lockie's got Angus Stone before. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a bit more of a um, darker beard and he kind of looks a bit like Angus some days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Hey, um, let's chat about the new campaign. Campaign that you guys have got going on. Um, it has been a big year for you uh, with the release of the album, but you're doing something a little bit different now with this uh, hashtag Feel Extraordinary campaign. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, well, it's just something uh, that we can devote some time to now that we have a bit of spare time and we're not not touring. And um, it's sort of you know getting two birds with one stone. It, it, it's it's us trying to stay relevant and, and and engaging with the fans, but at the same time raising money for um, great causes and great charities. So it's trying to promote everyone's uh, mental well-being and physical well-being in this in this time where everyone needs to pay sharper attention to that uh, more than ever. And we're selling T-shirts and asking people to think about music that um, makes them feel good, makes them feel happy, and all the proceeds are going to Cerebral Palsy Alliance, Red Dust, Australia and also 180, which is a mental health awareness charity that's sort of started up in our area on the northern beaches. So yeah, yeah it's just about uh, it's it's just about facilitating that conversation and getting everyone talking about you know what's really important these days. Yeah, and in order to get involved in the hashtag Feel Extraordinary campaign uh, that Ocean Alley have put together, all you need to do is choose a song that makes you feel extraordinary every time you listen to it, and then post a video of yourself shouting out the song. And uh, you could share the artwork, the music video, whatever you need, and uh, encourage three friends to pick a song that they would want to do something to as well, and get this spreading around. Uh, yeah, Mitch, your own song. What is what is the one that helps you feel extraordinary? One that's always got me pumped up, and I've loved for a while, is "Fire" by Jimi Hendrix. It's Ooh! One of the I tell you what, when it comes to screaming songs, nobody does it yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next stand next to your fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, do you know go. what mine? You know what mine is. I um, I love singing this song very loud. I don't. I don't ever listen to this song as it as it is. I just love singing it very loud every now and then. Okay, it's uh, it's freedom. I like the Robbie Williams version. All we have to do now is take these lies and make them true somehow. So love it. Good. I always so do good. that. Just whenever I'm just, you know, when no one can hear me, I love it. But I can't get this bit. Oh, we have to see. Oh <laughs> and then it falls apart. Yeah, Almost. only do the first bit. Mine sort of comes out. It, it is. It comes out when you when I'm feeling a bit gross because it morphs from a groan and it tries to turn that sort of frustration into something good. Because so I'll find myself wandering out, getting up from the couch, just all frustrated. I'll go. Oh, <laughs> 
So just morph into a bit of circle of life and then uh, suddenly your mood's turned around. I would like to picture Matt sort of holding you up under the arms. <laughs> yeah, little <laughs> my, my baby Simba. Absolutely. That is yeah. it. Yeah, we'll look, look forward to that one. Uh, look, Mitch Promotion Alley, it's been awesome chatting to you today. Thank you very much for uh, having a little yarn. Thanks for uh, starting this awesome campaign to get people, yeah. you know, releasing a few endorphins, thinking about the things that make them feel happy yeah. during this trying time. And good luck coming into next year with uh, the Ocean Alley Tour, which is going to be going ahead. Uh, how hard are you looking forward to getting up on stage and hanging out with the boys oh. and uh, playing music for some people? Yeah, we're frothing. Um, like, everyone's keen to get out. And, and thank you guys for picking this up. And, um, yeah, it's it's great that we can have this conversation and we can encourage people to stay positive and think about their well-being and make sure that that's a number one priority of theirs. Well, it's the least we could do to get behind this campaign, my man, Con- especially considering you've gotten behind ours by the looks of thing. Uh, hashtag protect your neck. Is the background of the Zoom screen, is that a bucket hat with a flap, my friend? Yeah. What have you got yes, there? <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Mitch there from Ocean You've got the long hair as well, so you've got double protection of the. You've got a very protected neck, my friend. And, <laughs> and, the, and the neck strap, the, the chin you strap. You've got to be protected. You can't have it coming <laughs> off yourself. Exactly right, my man. Thank you so much for chatting to us. We'll see you next time on All Day Breakfast. Thank you, lads. See you later. I smell toast. Now, Alex Dyson, with a lot of exciting end-of-year sports happening across multiple genres, uh, we talked about some of the traditions or the rituals that people go through when we when we get down to crunch time when it comes to watching sport. You had a friend. Yeah, he was watching his big game. His, his beloved Tigers take on Port Adelaide. The game was so close and the tension was so high that when it came to the last six minutes, he couldn't hack the pressure left his living room. We were sitting by himself watching a game of football, got in the car and just started doing laps of the neighbourhood, not listening to anything in silence. So the game was over and he could come back and just watch the score and not be on edge. I talked about how nerves have gotten to me in the past uh, (laughs) when I had a very big gig. Uh, The adrenaline hit me while I was on stage and afterwards went back to my hotel and woke up roaming the halls naked. (laughs) Well, just a pair of underpants. Uh, having to then request the receptionist um, to help me out, who said that he'd been spotting me walking around. That makes on me the nervous. TV. That makes me nervous. But we asked you, what time have you been a nervous Nelly? And Monica from Sydney's got in touch. G'day, Monica. Hi there, guys. <laughs> now, Monica, you got some nerves while uh, riding your horse. Yeah, it was one, one of the biggest shows I'd ever competed at um, for show jumping. And I was coming yeah. up to the first fence and I felt quite queasy and uh, over the middle of the first hump decided to take a chunder off the side. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. In the middle of the horse jumping event, first jump, mid-air, you just vomited off the side of the horse. (laughs) Onto the fence, yes. (laughs) Has this ever happened before? Is this a normal thing for you? It hadn't happened before then, but it did happen a couple of other times after then. No! Oh, my God. So what was in there? What did you have for breakfast? I mean, was there, you know, a bit of bacon and egg McMuffin on the side there or something? It was certainly chunky. (laughs) Well, Monica, so the horse leapt over. You vomited on the bar. 
was it with such a force that it knocked the bar off, or did you clean <laughs> no, it and just keep going? Thankfully, it was. Uh, it didn't knock anything off, and I just go, just kept going. And did anyone like? Did the judges kind of give lose points? Did you lose points because of it? No, because the rail stayed up. Um, oh my god! Some digby left it behind on fence one. Oh wow. my god! And, how, and you well, finished the course. Yep, finished a you know fourteen jump course after that. So. And how did you? What, what what place did you come? I think I finished top ten. I can't remember. It was a while ago. But, oh, uh, incredible! Sorry, Monica. Is there any YouTube footage that we could look up for this? Because I feel that this image would be absolutely incredible. There is private video footage, but there is oh, not. Oh, you Monica, got it, video. Monica! Please, come on! Please, Monica. can you blur out your face or something? Like we just. Although that's the that's the bit where the skew comes out of, so we, I mean, that's the important part. That's the important part. Uh, okay, Monica, absolutely no pressure. We would totally understand if you don't want to share it, but please, if that day ever comes, your boys Matt and Alex would love to be able to uh, to <laughs> share the world. I'll, I'll go looking for the footage for you, but uh, you'll be the first to have it if I do ever find it. Oh, you're the oh, best. Oh, wow. <laughs> Should we make our own um, fails compilation yeah. video? We need to create our own lad bible or whatever, because whatever I reckon there are millions of views in this. In I this. like to think I'd, if I was ever going to be a viral sensation, it would be for something much better than vomiting <laughs> the side of a horse. Um, no, Monica, I'll tell you right now, as someone who's been in the twenty the business for you know eighteen years. It's only ever for vomiting from the side of a horse. It's never for anything good. So don't worry. It'll be Um, success is success. Matt has put out some very, very incredibly (laughs) written TV shows, Monica. He's done some stand-up, which has brought grown men to tears. The most viewed video of him online, getting absolutely roasted by Chris Rock. (laughs) So, I mean, I just mentioned before, The Price is Right yodeler. On loop for an hour is doing better than anything good that I've done. So you just the vomiting is going to always win. We need more submissions mm. at matt.n.alex on Instagram with your with your fails, with your yeah. nervous spews, with whatever it is. We're going to make a little compilation video if we can. Yeah, I reckon we should do it. Thank you very much, Monica. We really appreciate Thanks, it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we wish you all the best with uh, future horse riding. Hope it is less nervous for you. No, I'm vomiting. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. See you later, Monica. Thanks, guys. Bye. Well, Monica, that brings us to the end of what I felt was a very enjoyable Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. I had a lot of fun uh, here. Mitch from Ocean Alley, chatting to Monica from Sydney about her equestrian spew. I mean, it was just brilliant stuff. Not to mention a couple of the darkest days of yodelling history, uh, of which, I mean, there was too many to choose from. That was just a small smattering of of it for you. Yeah, absolutely. Look, we are going to leave you with a little bit of yodelling from Eurovision, but before we get there, please don't forget, get in touch with us at any time at matt.n.alex on Instagram, especially if you've had a little fail like Monica. It doesn't have to be a spew. We just, this is just something that it came up today. Let's just let's yeah. just ride with it, all right? Let's so, be like Monica. Just jump on that horse and ride it no matter <laughs> what. So get in touch with us. I'd also like your suggestions as to what we should call our epic YouTube fails thing. I want to be as lame as possible. I want to, I want the epic fail lads prank bros dab69 at youtube.com or something like that so we can launch it. And try and be internet sensations, Matt. 
Well, let's, we might as well. Just like the Romanian Eurovision entrance, uh, 2017, was it? 15? Uh, it was, uh, I, I think it just, it's perennial, this song. It is something we're going to leave you with right here. The Romanian entry in Eurovision a couple of years ago, they were called Yodelet. And uh, this is going to take us out of today's All Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you tomorrow for some more ADB. Bye-bye. I kind of love it. Not bad. I bet it's going to be in my head for the next 24 hours. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.